Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Buck 50 Social Club. This is a show where we find answers to questions that don't matter at all. I'm James Quesada, and also with us today we have... Mike Magyar. Donnie Rydell. Colin Dworski. Inez Del Casio. Nicole Pascaretta. And the question for this episode is, what is your worst customer service experience? Oh, oh wow. Yeah, what story from customer service? And, and I, I can kind of... I, I had a recent one that isn't really um, like a worst experience, but it, it was funny to me. It just had so many hiccups, and it made me think of this. So, uh, like, part of, part of it was that I was trying to get my mom got me um, a recorder uh, for my birthday last year in October, and I was trying to get the uh, warranty on it um, because they they have a one year. Ma- um, manufacturer warranty and it was within a year and there was a manufacturer defect so I was trying to get a replacement but I was trying but they needed me to give them proof of purchase so um, I was trying to get my mom to give me like um, the receipt from Amazon and uh, she was sending me like the gift receipt which um, uh, first of all showed a different product than what I got <laughs> uh, and she was also giving me like the order number from Amazon and I'm like I don't think that's gonna help this the, the manufacturer directly replace anything and then eventually I was like, can you send me a screenshot of the order confirmation or like the uh, payment page? Um, and she ended up sending me a picture of uh, my stepdad's phone. <laughs> <laughs> she took a pic- She used her phone to take a picture of my stepdad's phone with the order screen on it. And I sent it off to Zoom, the company, to be like, um, here's the quote unquote screenshot <laughs> that my mom sent me for the gift uh, purchase. But so anyway, like any anything from like a big runaround like that with a lot of like um, snags in the in the way or just like terrible uh, experiences with um, uh, trying trying to get, you know, cu- customer service yeah. to help you out. Uh, a couple of years ago, I uh, wanted to cancel my cable and uh, decided to call them up and say, I want to cancel my cable. And it took me, I think, about 15 minutes to get to an actual live human. And when I got to the the person, they were like, oh, that's the that's the billing department. So I was on hold again for another 15 <laughs> minutes. And then they didn't send me to the billing department. They sent me to something called customer retention, where they basically just try to pitch you different things to like keep the cable going. Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh, I was like, yeah. no, no, I, I just want to cancel it. Uh, so they're like, okay, put me on hold for another 15 minutes. So I think I'm like about an hour in now, and I've had total human contact of maybe three minutes. And I was on hold. Like I went on hold and I just had the phone on speaker for another hour. And then it was the same person that I talked to before that said that was going to transfer me. And they're like, how am I help you? Like every time somebody else comes on, I have to tell you again what I'm doing, what I'm here for. She was like, okay, let me just, just cancel you. Or uh, let, a tra- me, <laughs> let me <laughs> let me cancel you. You've been terminated. Transfers me back to customer retention, and by this point in time, I'm like, guys, what the fuck is going on? I just want to cancel it. So anyway, another half an hour, and two other people later, they uh, canceled it. And then every day for the following two weeks, I would get an automated voicemail on my phone from the customer retention program, asking me to come back and reopen an account. Yeah, that sucks. They, yeah, th- those those are definitely tactics of keeping you on hold. They want you to give up. They want you to just I know. be like, never mind. I know. <laughs> I was sitting there looking at my phone, and I was I, I was talking to my phone. I was like, I know exactly what you fuckers are doing, and I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna plug this phone in, and it's going to stay live until you cancel my goddamn. <laughs> oh man. What about just stopping paying your thing? 
Oh, then my credit score just takes a oh, huge yeah, shit because they, yeah. I had something like that too, but when they did the customer retention part, they kept trying to offer me deals, except for that they were more expensive than <laughs> what I had, and I was like, "How is this logical? It's not. It's not. I still want to cancel. I forget what it even was. I think it was like an internet or something. But they were like, "We can offer this to you for seventy ninety nine. I was like, "I currently pay sixty ninety. Like, what are you doing right yeah. now? So that was useless. But what's what's also insane too? I've moved three times since then, and I've had the most difficult time trying to get uh, legitimate mail to come to my new places. Mm. These people get <laughs> me before I move. Like I don't know how they do they it. They know where you're going. Two weeks yeah. after moving to New York, I'd already gotten three different uh, letters saying, uh, "Here's an intro offer," and I was trying to like go through the post office to get like legitimate mail forwarded. That is yes. so true. The the um like businesses are so much better at tracking your address than like the government. Yeah. <laughs> like it took me so long to like get my address changed and, and mail forwarded for most relevant e mail here. Um, but I was immediately getting like Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you know what's crazy? For three years I've been getting Sports Illustrated at every single new address that I've lived in. I've never gotten a subscription to Sports <laughs> Illustrated, That's and it so has my name on it, and it follows me. I, I got two of them. For you, I don't. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a gift. Uh, no, that's your love. You should thank no. that person right now. I don't know who it is. You should thank call them. Sports Illustrated and have a long talk on their customer <laughs> yeah, service go. retention line. And they always want to sell you magazines. I don't understand like why everything's like, oh, if you sign up for this, you'll get a subscription to this <laughs> magazine. I'm like. That's the literally the last thing I would ever want is yeah. a subscription to men's, you know, aerobics. <laughs> um, I bought a watch one time and I got a, a 300 page magazine of, of fine art photos that came along with it. You would love that. I loved it, but it, it's not something I asked for. They were really it good just came to it. Just you got it. It was like matte paper, no glossy paper. It was really expensive paper, and and it was a really nice wow. long magazine of fine art photos. That's good customer service. Yeah, right the there. watch broke quick. That was a cheap watch. Oh, that's why they gave you the magazine. You, you know, I, <laughs> she could look at nice pictures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, none of there's not a specific customer experience that's coming to mind, but I'm thinking like, well, a my questions are like, what makes bad customer service? Like what, what, what makes good customer service? But I think a place that has been consistent in my life of giving bad service has been like the DMV mm. or like any government, like any agency, government. like any time you have to go and do something with the government, it's just always the fucking work. You guys know what makes a really shitty customer service experience? When they ask you to mail in a letter to cancel. Like you can <laughs> sign up online and do everything you need to online, but to cancel, you have to mail a letter. It's kind of nice. It's a conspiracy. Again, to give up. They want to make, make you, you give up. up. I, I have... Um, this is kind of roundabout, but on that... Uh, so I was getting married, and my brother had recently moved back to the East Coast like a month or so before something. I don't know. Recently. And so he's Felix Garcia and my dad is Felix Garcia. And of course, when he he lived with my parents for like a month or so while they were looking for their new place and because he has two kids and 
they were living there. And so he told the um, USPS to mail all uh, mail for the Garcia family to their new address. And I'm like, in what world, man, what are you, you're a junior. What are you doing? What are you, you're a third, actually. You know you're not the only Felix Garcia on the planet. So then the, the post office started mailing everything that had Garcia on it to his place in New York. So now I'm my, like, I use Garcia for legal stuff. So I ordered all these masks for my wedding. I was talking about 200 lace masks, okay? They were favors for the wedding. And long story short, that had also become an ordeal. And I had ended up having to pay more. And I'm like, I need this for my wedding. It's one of those things where it gets into your brain. It's like, if no one has a mask, the, wed the wedding is over. My, my, my marriage won't even be legitimate anymore. I need these masks. True. So I ordered them to my parents' place because we were getting married in my hometown. Sure enough, they never arrive. And I was like, okay. Then they go to my brother's place. So I'm like trying to call. I order them through Amazon. And I'm trying to call the post office because it was fulfilled via USPS to see where the heck these masks are. So then I call Amazon and they're like, well, it says it was delivered. That's my favorite. I've gotten like five packages now where the tracking says it's been delivered God, yes. and there is no package. And I'm like, no, it's a giant box of 200 masks. I think we'd know if that was on the front porch. It's really not there. So then I go in and they're like, oh, because you have forwarding. So they're going to New York. And I, try, I was like, can you please freeze this and send it back to New Jersey? And they're like, yeah, we'll try. Sure enough, oh we're God. like we're like two weeks out from the wedding and there's no masks. Meanwhile, I call my brother and I'm like, dude, and he flips and he's like, stop it, stop it. I'm so stressed. I was like, bitch, you are about stressed right now. I was like, yo, you can know about this wedding for a long ass time. Nobody cares that you moved out of nowhere. So finally I call Amazon again. Because this is like a week-long ordeal of like trying to talk to USPS. But this is the thing is every time I called the post office, I couldn't speak to someone. It would, oh, it would yes. automate it or tell me to do something online, and I could not speak to anyone. And the issue was because it already said delivered, I wasn't able to like get through and say to the freaking computer, like, I know it says delivered, but it's not delivered. So finally I call Amazon, and I'm like, y'all need to fix this right now. And I just kept going, like, it's for my wedding. And then everybody go like, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay, let's transfer you, let's transfer you. <laughs> So finally, the only way I was able to speak to someone in person at USPS was through Amazon because Amazon apparently has a direct line to the post office and they called for me on a three-way and got the post office to basically start an investigation. And then that continued for a week. And I was like, you guys just need to refund me this money and send me a new package. And uh, uh, thank God Amazon did that. But so the masks arrived like... <laughs> Like the original ones arrived like a week after the wedding, oh my and I just returned it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so crazy, and I, I definitely like what is the what are the stakes of your customer service experience is a, is a big component of it because mm -hmm. if you got a wedding that it's uh, affecting that that makes the story definitely. Uh, well, and that I ordered it with enough time. You're like it's yeah, supposed to be yeah. two day shipping. You know, Damn. we're talking about it. It took. I waited like two weeks. I was like, oh, well, maybe it's like stuck or whatever. And then when I found out about the mail forwarding thing, I'm like, oh, well, I have to go through like my brother USPS. So we're talking about it's like two or three weeks over the time it's supposed to be delivered. You oh, know, yeah. 
actually, and you know what? That reminds me. We we uh, we when we moved out here, we sent moving trucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, I I didn't have a bed or any of my stuff. I just had um, like a duffel bag um, for the first like three weeks that we were out here because the moving trucks kept pushing back the delivery date of all of our stuff. And um, Julia and our initial roommate Mitch. Um, we're both like traveling back and forth. So they, they, they weren't, they weren't here the whole time. I was here for, for like three weeks straight with like in this empty apartment, like none of our furniture or any of my clothes trying to get, trying to do like job interviews without any of my oh. stuff. Uh, and, uh, and, and those contracts are airtight too. They're like, they're like, you know, I think legally they, they can keep your stuff for 30 days past the initial uh, delivery date um, without you being able to take any action. So they milked that for every day, mm-hmm. every second it was worth. And you had to sign it to get your stuff delivered. I, I did. So they're you like, couldn't say anything. Yeah, they're, not, they're like, it's not coming off the truck without a signature. Sorry. And I, I, I almost wanted to be like, well, then fine, keep it. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, you know, I was just going to throw it in the street. <laughs> Maybe then I'll go pick it up. <laughs> I also recently moved to New York and or a year ago and I'm new to the whole superintendent thing yeah. <laughs> and I don't really know like what I can ask them for what I can't and like I've had some interesting experiences with my super and my oven stopped working when I had a bunch of raw chicken going in and you know there's no other options in how to cook chicken without your oven. Just kidding. I found, more. <laughs> I found more after this. But I this was in February. What month is it now? July. Still don't have a working wow. oven. Yeah, that's you. happened to me. And there are three Georges at the office and I'm supposed to talk to George, so I call George, and also, I only can call them, like, during my one-hour lunch period, so I'm spending, like, all of my lunches talking to three different Georges, and so I was talking to them, and I was like, I need, like, it's been months, I need my oven to work, and, um, and he was like, okay, we'll send someone out there, and then he, like, called someone else, like, an oven person, and then the an oven person oven was person. like, yeah, an oven man. what kind of oven do you have? And I was like, I'm at work. I don't even know how to figure out what kind of <laughs> oven I have. And then that guy was like, are you paying for this? I was like, no! And then another, <laughs> another oven person ended up fixing the oven, and I was making enchiladas suddenly. It was cold. The oven was cold, and I was like, "I'm not done." Oh, so, no. so the oven, the so the they person fixed came, it. fixed it, and then it still wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it like man. it's broken. But oh, let's so fix it again. Oven, yeah. yeah, they won't. They'll just keep fixing. You know it. how that works? Is you have to call the Department of uh, Housing or something. It depends what it is. Like I had something like that with rodents, which is a different story. Yeah, that's. But if you, when, once you call them and you're like, "Hey, you're in violation of the code of Department of Housing for New York," then that gets the fire under their ass. Okay. So if you go look up, like check what the um, tenant rules are, like, because see, for example, like heat is one of them, water is one of them. I don't know if an oven yeah. is one of them, but it might be because it's still like a gas line. It's still a way to cook your food. So I would check or call like 411 or 311 and tell them and then tell your your landlord like, hey, I'm complaining about you to so-and-so fix yeah. this right now. Or like, for example, you might be able to break your lease or something like that. Right. And yeah. it's kind of crazy because it's like I'm like talking to the oven dude now <laughs> and he talked sent me to like three different freaking dudes. So I had to figure out it's George A that I'm talking to and, and Rob, <laughs> Rob, who I text, the oven guy. <laughs> oh and gosh. when I was talking to George A, he I was on the phone with him one time and like towards I was like still like, no, I have something else to say. 
and he's like, have a nice day and like hangs up. And I'm like, oh, this is no. not real. And then I was like talking to the oven dude. He's like waiting for the part. I went to Italy and England for three weeks, come back and go, is the part in? And they go, oh, it's still not in. I literally asked this Tuesday and they go, they sent the wrong part. Oh They're gonna gosh. send oh it. God. I was like, this isn't real. This, this isn't real. I'm like, am I handling this right? This is my first super life. Am I doing this right? Go, go <laughs> yeah. ream them out. Be a real yeah. New Yorker. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm in the conversation with the oven. But <laughs> I mean, I think <laughs> do I need to talk to? You need to talk to the oven every single day. You know what I would do? I would just call your own oven guy. Get it fixed and then send the bill to your landlord and say, Yeah, but then yeah, you don't know no. if he's gonna, if they're gonna pay it. Yeah, but it. then yeah, you're like, I'm not no. paying rent until no, you pay no. the bill. Send, right, no, right. send the bill to your landlord and say, This is less rent. Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 I would send the bill to my landlord and go, Minus rent this month. Wait, it kind of sucks I, because it has, it's kind of not, I'm talking to the oven guy. They don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's not there. Now I'm like, okay, the part is almost here. Just hold out. And then I'm it's like, wrong girl, part. This is where I love writing a good, angry letter because when people see things in writing, they freak out. That This is my go-to. I make a business letter. Sometimes I put it on letterhead or whatever. And I'm like, to whom it may concern, or dear sir or madam. And I'm like, <laughs> listen... This happened on this date. This is when this happened per code. Once they, I'm telling you, go to the like Department of Housing code or read your lease. And if it's in your lease, then you say like, per my lease, like technically now you are breaking contract, so I don't have to pay. And then they'll start moving. Yeah. You know what? That that's a valid point. When you receive a bad customer service experience, what is what's an appropriate reaction? Later. Like, do you rant on Yelp? Do you send a letter? I'm, just... Yeah, I think it, it, kind of depending on what it is, I, uh, Yelp is surprisingly effective or like social media uh, with the amount of attention um, and, and like staffing that, that is now on mm. people uh, tracking their own, you know, the tags and stuff. Um, you can actually get some some response from companies and stuff like that. Landlords definitely in writing is like that. You know, um, knowing the keywords, you got to like know what yeah. the hot button words are to uh, trigger action. My brother taught me when you're on like the phone with someone, you say, "I'd like to escalate," and that's how they bring yeah. you to the supervisor. I was like, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd like to and escalate. He, he uses this their matter. names all the time. He was on the phone with someone from Lenovo, and he's like, "Listen, Kelly, Kelly, I'm going to tell you something." I was like, "Who are <laughs> you?" But she ended up. Kelly. Giving him an amazing deal. And for like months, me and my sister-in-law were like, ooh, Kelly. Kelly got him a good computer. <laughs> but it works. He's like, people like hearing their name. People like hearing their That's names. True. Like, Kelly, I need a computer that has this, that. Can you do that, Kelly? That's so funny because <laughs> I do I do do that sometimes where I'm just like constantly saying someone's name over and over and over again. But it's mostly because I, I'm trying to remember what their name is. <laughs> and if I don't say it like 15 times, I'm just like, yeah, it's not going to stick. But on the upside, you're stroking their ego. True. Mm. Donnie, so people really like you. You got a customer service experience? I'm not like you people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a pushover? I'm different. No, I, I, I don't. So I've never had cable. I've never paid for cable. I haven't had a superintendent ever. Yet. I, I, yet. I, I avoid... Um, I usually just have a friend that I'm like, I'll pay you because I don't want to deal with this stuff. And I've never gotten married. Um, <laughs> so mostly, most of my life is spent in the shadows. Um, <laughs> you ever uh, you uh, ever been to a store, Donnie? <laughs> yeah. Have you I, ever purchased something when before? I, that, that when I buy work. things, I look people in the eye and it just goes well. I've had a good life. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> what do you do? Have you ever had to like return something or, or like a, a defective Never. purchase? Nope. Yeah. Wow. That's, see, that's my white watch, privilege my, right there, my man. My cheap watch that I bought earlier, when it broke, <laughs> I just didn't deal with it. Yeah. Can I, I see. like rub your belly and have some of that juju? For sure. Well, see, okay. So what happened when I was a kid, my dad was the guy that would, we would go into a Taco Bell and my dad would just explode with rage in, in the whole restaurant. Over and what? Nothing. Like yeah. one time somebody was mopping and he said, I can smell your mop water. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to become that person. So I've been avoiding any sort of customer service. So you, you went, you life. went complete opposite. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I couldn't avoid was student loans. Oh yeah. Um, mm. I've oh, called yeah. Wells Fargo crying a bunch. Um, and, and the, the people on the phone generally can't connect with me on that, on that level. Um, so they're not mean to me as people, mm -hmm. but the big banks, uh, are, are frustrating. Um, but again, uh, because I've had so many, uh, not bad, like they're nice enough to me. They're just like, sorry, there's nothing we can do. Uh, you signed these loans, which is fair. I take responsibility that as a 17-year-old child, uh, 18, because you have to be 18 to sign a loan. But uh, as, as a child, I, I, I signed away my financial future. That's that's on me. That's that's uh, that's not that's on me. That's very not fair. Nice. <laughs> that's not fair. You don't take it out on them. Um, yeah. uh, it's to protect myself. Um, I don't get mad. I don't you know, have bad days. And, and, <laughs> and, and I think that's, that's a very... Uh, great trait to have and i think a lot of people i've met from the midwest versus new new yorkers we tend to be a little more hands off of like ah you know i don't like to get aggressive on the phone i don't like to raise my voice that often i like to be a little more calm where like i know some people who are just like well and they'll get like be screaming and yelling and because you know i've worked as serve as a server for years and a bartender and any customer who was starting to get a little rambunctious we just gave them whatever they wanted yeah. because it's almost easier to just get them out the door give them what they want get them out and not cause a scene or draw attention to it so like you know people but like, it is weird because i've noticed like i've had that i had something with medical bills why am i pointing at you you've never had a problem but <laughs> <laughs> donnie's never experienced never, any never. hardship in his life never been to the doctor i want to be like you when i grow up i just don't go to the doctor um, i had i had an issue with medical bills being they were they're just horrible they were billing them wrong like i'd pay it and i'd still get the bill like three or four times and so i have to keep track of whether or not this is the same bill and the date of service. And I'm like, y'all, this is a, a part-time job I'm doing here. Like, can you guys please do your, it's your money. Track your own damn money correctly. But when I called, if I'm nice about it and I'm like, look, this is how I usually start my customer service conversations is, listen, I know it's not you, but whatever, whatever is going on. And when I try to be nice to them sometimes, it doesn't get me anywhere. Right. So yeah. then it's a catch-22 because yeah. it's like, it is easier to just give them your way. But then also when you try to be courteous, people don't give you what you need. And so you are like, well, I'm going to be mean because I know that's the only way to do it. So it's almost like you're doing a performance. You're like, I'm going to be all uppity because I know that if I do that, they'll actually listen to me totally. yeah like the the everybody everybody operates off a script right so it's mm -hmm. like it's like most of the time people i'm not you know you don't have to get irrationally angry and start shouting into the phone uh but if if you're too understanding then then that's the that's the uh mo to just keep doing yeah, what they're doing exactly that's why you gotta that's why you gotta use words like escalate and then they like oh jump to page 20 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh oh he i ran out of the handbook 
So guys, I was thinking about a different one um, that made me feel really self-conscious and deeply uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> five or six years ago, I was a member of a CrossFit gym. Ooh. And uh, one day I was just like, you know what? I don't enjoy this. I don't enjoy the culture. I don't like the, the people that are at this gym. I'm paying way too much. So I want to cancel. And I went in to, uh, to try and cancel. And the first thing they, they said to me was, uh, okay, well, you can just go sit in that office and we'll be right, right in with you. And the, the most buff and in shape alpha guy in the history of, of guys, uh, came in with, uh, his fitness, uh, girlfriend and just sat down and then proceeded to just like body shame me and oh, like make man. me feel God, self-conscious for like okay. 30 minutes to the point where I was like, I was like, yeah, you guys are right. If I cancel this membership now, then, um, I'm literally throwing the rest of my life in the garbage. Um, but I'm still going to do it, but I'm still going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, like this guy was so veiny and sweaty and like <laughs> oh had these crazy shoulders. And he was just like, he was basically like a, like a motivational speaker just trying to be like, Hey, do you want, do you want this? Do you want to be like me? Yeah. You can't quit. I, I gotta say, uh, Colin and I went to this gym, um, <laughs> down the street from us and uh, we the, our customer service experience was like so easy going with this this guy there's this dude there that's like so chill he's he's like a, mu a musician and uh, it seems like he doesn't even like care that he works there um, but he's very cool and like and he he was like uh, 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 it's memberships like 50 bucks a month I'm gonna give it to you guys for 30 there's this uh, it, it, <laughs> it, it, like we, we're supposed to stop doing that like a month ago but uh I'll do it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then yes. and then he's like, there's, there's an initial, there's usually like a, a initial down payment of uh, like three hundred bucks. I wouldn't do that. So I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and wave it. And then and then, <laughs> yeah. and, then he, and then he's like, and then he's like, uh, he's looking at um, his uh, like paperwork on his desk. He's like, and you know, you can cancel anytime. Like this one here, uh, not using it enough. We don't care. Uh, you you want to cancel? You cancel. And sure enough, like a, a couple months later, obviously I wasn't using it. Um, <laughs> I went back in and I was I was like, uh, hey, I just want to cancel my membership. Uh, and he was like, all right, cool. Like, just fill this out. And he's like, put whatever reason you want. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> Talk less, smile more. That's, yeah, uh, but it's great. Like, great I mean, customer service. Yeah, honestly, like, like that's something that I respond to. As soon as you start getting like like any mm -hmm. kind of upselling or like a whiff of, um, you know, hidden whatever, um, then I get I get turned off. And I'm like, I, even if I wanted to do it in the first place, I'm not going to do it. But if, if somebody's that easygoing, I, that's probably the reason why I had a, a membership for three months that I didn't use is because that guy was so chill about it yeah. yeah i got i had the freaking terminator and sarah connor come in and try to talk me down from canceling this <laughs> membership i just feel like this guy's name was tyler he just sounds like a I like liked, i liked terminator that seemed appropriate yeah i don't i don't know but this guy was like insane but that, i think going back to the question of what makes good customer service is feeling like you're heard I think like if someone is able to repeat back to you and say, oh, I, I hear you. Let me try to work on that. It makes a difference. I think that upselling and the whole like we're going to try to retain your customer service by making your life a living hell. It's just you, you feel like you're garbage. You're literally yeah. garbage. You're just literally a cash cow for them and they will treat you like nothing. Whereas if, you, if somebody treats you right, like you were saying, James, like you're you're so much more likely to maybe do it if you don't even need yeah. it. But it's you're having such a good experience that you'll go along for the ride. Yeah. I feel like that's a that's a really interesting point because I think like 
maybe three or four years ago, everybody in the customer uh, service industry got together and said, hey, listen, we're just going to repeat stuff back to people and make sure that they feel heard. And nine times out of 10, when they do that to me, it sounds so patronizing and fake. And I'm just like, listen, you're just doing this to placate me right now. And I, I, it's making me even angrier. So just like, just leave me alone, do what I'm asking you to do. And like, let's move on with our lives. Well, that's also why they have automated, uh, customer service bots now is because like if they're going to use a script that 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 is that tight and have that much pressure on Mm -hmm. their employees to just like regurgitate the same shit over and over again it might as well be a robot and that that is what it feels Mm -hmm. like when you're talking to somebody Mm -hmm. um who is patronizing or or just like not you're you're unable to connect to them it just like gets so angry because they're they're acting like robots yeah Mm -hmm. but also i've been on the other side of that and like um you know so d- does anybody have stories from like being on the other side of being the customer service uh, face that that like I know a guy yeah. <laughs> I got a guy. No, he, he, I remember talking to this guy that he was explaining that he burned out in a couple of years and that he was really good at his job because he was an actor and this was a side job for him. So as an actor, of course, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me help you. Like, you know, let me connect. And he, so he was really connecting with the people that would call in and therefore people were super happy because he was having a human interaction, but he burned out so quickly. And he said he was making so much money, but he just couldn't maintain it because it was just because it it also sucks to be on that side all you do all day is answer complaints you know as much as they're legitimate but all you do is listen to people complaining about awful things so it's hard it's a hard job i think it's funny when i hear people tell stories of of, uh that kind of customer service and then um like it then or not, not not good customer service, but be on the phone with like bad customer service, and then um, the response is to tell them like you're working for a bad company, man. You got to get out, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then hang up. <laughs> I, I, oh, I hope you're happy with yourself because this is you're doing some disgusting work right now, my friend. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, I uh, I worked at Best Buy for four years in the computer department. And nobody ever came in to buy a new computer because they were happy. Everybody right. came in because they were in the middle of something and their computer took a shit. So every single customer, really? yeah. I feel like I'd be like, I'm getting a new computer. I <laughs> <laughs> computers are like a thousand dollars. Oh, it's well. like, for Nicole, it's like going to Diagon Alley, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to get a new wand. Oh, this <laughs> one wand <laughs> matches remember, my house. Just remember, right, the Harry computer Potter chooses fans? the user. Yeah. Um, Were so, you in the Geek Squad? Did you have the Geek Squad? No, I was. I was just like Outfit. hawking computers all day and uh, <laughs> sales rep. Yeah, okay. and and people would come in hot all the time and just be like, listen you need to get me a computer right now that has this, this, and this, and don't try to upsell me on everything. Uh, and I was like, dude, I don't, what are you, what are you using it for? What do you want? And most people would be like, oh, just to browse the internet and use a word <laughs> processor. I was like, then what, what, what do you, I don't have the one that you're looking for right now. Any of these will the do. Like, one. what are you trying the to, the cheap one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then that would end. And then on the, the, the management side, uh, people would come up to me and be like, uh, I noticed that you didn't, uh, you didn't upsell any of the accessories or any of the, the plans that we have. And I'd be like, I don't, I was like caught in this weird, like between people wanting to punch me in the face and then management wanting to like punch me in the face. So I was just, it was terrible. I did it yeah. for like three or four years. So I just like never open your eyes all the way. Just be like half masked all day, every day and don't care about it. Don't care about anything. I think you should write a book on this. Yeah. yeah. Live I in the shadows. I need a step-by-step guide. Yeah. yeah. Number two, don't be into things. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, I worked at a bunch of Yeah. <laughs> 
I worked at a Barnes and Noble over uh, holiday season once, and uh, they wrap presents at the Barnes and Noble when you like have your stuff. You you wrap it and then you buy it. I don't know how that works out. Um, anyways, the rappers brought in a dog one time. <laughs> Wait, um, what? They, they, yeah, they brought in a dog. There was a dog next to the wrapping table. So people would get in line to pay for their stuff. They would see the wrapping table. Then they would see the dog. So they would leave line. They'd get out of line to go pet the dog. Oh, and then they'd come back to get in line. And the line will have would have moved by that point. And so then the people would yell at me because they Before left the line. The line. <laughs> And they want to get back in the line at the front. Wait, who? Oh, oh, okay. So, so like, there's, there's like third party people who do the wrapping, the yeah. gift wrapping, and they brought in a dog. Why? Why yeah. was that allowed? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe somebody was blind. Um, oh. But I don't know. I don't know. I didn't talk to the dog. Um, but people would come and complain to me, and they would say, "Let me in line." And I'd be like, "I'm not. Th- you're an adult." <laughs> You know what happens when you leave a line. Mm-hmm. You go back to the end. <laughs> you could have paid and then have pet the dog, but your childish instincts, your your instant gratification brain oh made God. you get out of line <laughs> and you, you couldn't handle your shit. Yeah, you so can't handle your spot. You're a child. That's such a fair point, say. though. People don't like to take responsibility for things on their end. Sure. You know. You know, so I want to uh, I want to vote on uh, the handful of stories that we have to see which which one we as a group think is worse. Um, but I, on, on the subject of lines, one thing that really pisses me off right now is that there's part of some rewards programs, specifically at like movie theaters uh, or air airports, where you can pay more to wait in a different freaking uh, line. Yep, I did it. And six flags <laughs> for what airport? Yep, that- I got global entry recently. I can see where, like, airport, <laughs> yeah, but, but like, it's just so, so the, the no, time that it pissed me off the most was uh, when we went to go see, like, a, a matinee show um, for Avengers Endgame, and uh, there were only so many people there, probably probably more than they uh, typically staff for at, at a movie theater during the day, but there was a line of, like, uh, seven people um, and only one person working concessions, and then this, this other person got in line in this other line and i'm like no way you're going before me like there's there's one cash register there's one line you don't get two lines i don't care how much you paid like we were waiting in the same line like that's such you know what i mean that's such like i agree that's the same thing at six flags now i was gonna say Uh i call it the fast pass syndrome yeah Yeah. it just seems like like like, uh advocating for uh to, to increase the uh Social classes or, or, or it, like it the does. income classes. It's yeah. totally capitalism. If you have more money, life goes better for you. Yeah. It's like now you don't have to wait in line. You already <laughs> you already got like a, like a, a better, you know, stuff than me. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wait less for it. Airports are different. How, how does the airport one work, Nicole? So I resisted against doing it for a long time. But because I went abroad recently, it seemed like this is the time. And I tr- go back. I travel a lot. So and I've had bad experiences where I've been at an airport all day because like, Oh, security went awry, and you're waiting in the wrong line, and suddenly you're in a New Orleans airport all day. So, honestly, it has made my life easier, but pretty much there is just, like, a queue that if you have, I almost called it a fast pass. Yeah, that's <laughs> what, what it is. is. Global, yeah. Global entry, but there's 
pre-check. Yeah, pre-check. Yeah, yeah. So if you have that check, you don't have to take your shoes off. There's security. It's just oh, like they on. trust you more. Yeah. What and if you have well, a bomb they, in that shoe that I you know. pre-check? Well, they, <laughs> That's they, not, <laughs> I'm not even joking. I yeah. they are, I believe, see, oh man, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but that is a conspiracy to me because yeah. I think that when you sign up for uh, pre-check, you're basically uh, uh, allowing them uh, certain freedoms that, that you're not... I'm starting to sound like a libertarian. I'm not that either. But basically, it's like, it's like Anarchist. okay, we give you permission to do all of these uh, grayish constitutional uh, searches and, and, and seizures and whatever and monitoring uh, just for the ability to, to not... Because the security line shouldn't have to be that big of a hassle to begin with yeah. and they yeah. make it a hassle and then they also offer that. So they create a problem and also sell you the solution Holy to the problem they created. I didn't oh, think yeah. about that. Yeah. They oh. always do that. Oh. They always, that's the same thing with pharma. Man. That's, right, that's now what going fast down the whole other route, But yeah. that's the truth is like, it, it's capitalism because I went to, I don't, the only reason I brought up Six Flags is I went there the other day and it used to be, I live like, my, my hometown's like 30 minutes from a great adventure. It used to be we would go a lot because we were nearby and you parked anywhere and and you went in and there was no such thing as a fast pass. Yeah. And if the line was long and you got on like two or three roller coasters, that was sweet because that was it. That was the experience. I went recently and not only is there fast pass, there's like three different credit card things oh, that God. you can get that are like different tier ones, like platinum ones, gold, whatever. And then the parking now they've, sectioned off like the whole front end of the parking and you have to pay $50 to get into that parking and the rest of the park is $30 whereas you didn't even have to pay before you paid like minimal but now like imagine the, the any good parking spot costs you $50 yeah. it's the same That's idea insane. of like if you pay more you don't have to answer to anyone no one's going to question you and you get to do whatever you want and that's capitalism yeah and you're probably making more an hour so you're getting paid more for your time so you can spend more on reducing the amount of time it takes yes. to do normal stuff that people where people can't afford it. capitalism well, that, that, like, just don't participate just don't leave the house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. But then, Live Donnie, in a virtual the, reality. The government wins, Walter? Donnie. And do you really want that? Do you really want the government to win? Uh, I'm not playing a game. <laughs> hey, the game. game's going on whether or not you're playing. There's no winners or losers in my game because yeah. my game is that's expensive. I'll go sit in the grass. <laughs> um, I'm off the board, man. I'm hanging out in the ice box. You guys are over there playing a board game. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell this one really quick story. One time I tried to cancel XM radio and like they kept like hanging up on me and they were being horrible. And then one time, like he called, I called back and he was like, Bleh. he started talking like a devil. It was so scary. <laughs> He's like, hello. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> So your, your your worst customer experience is when the devil when the devil when Suddenly, the devil returned your phone call. Like that's how bad they were trying to like get me off the phone. They're like, "Hello." And I was like, "Oh my gosh." I'm serious, I'm not lying. Wow. I think I vote for that one. Yeah, or, actually, I or think the, the gym one. Yeah, the gym one really gym left one is a, funny. It, yeah. it made me. It made me really self conscious for a long time. The oh, what? The wedding masks. Yeah. I feel like has got to take it again because of the stakes involved. Like you didn't. But have, that was partly my brother's fault. That's, to be fair. That's true, but like my they should be able to help you out brother. more. What, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you end up doing for the gifts? No, I, I oh. basically told Amazon you have to oh, re, like return the, the. I'll return the one that comes late. Refund me and I'll buy it again. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I 
do like that you can just call the post office and say, send me other people's mail, please. Uh, yeah. No. I would no, like to, other people's mail. You have to mail. put it in writing and then they mess it up. And to this day, my brother still gets mail for the, from the, for the rest of us, <sighs> like both my parents and myself. <laughs> and they'll, he'll occasionally like text me a photo like, do you need this? And I'm like, Man. this huh? is not it's efficient not in any way, it's shape or form. Well, yeah, then uh, maybe if that isn't necessarily the root of it is, isn't necessarily the customer service. Uh, it just had a lot of runaround layers to it. Uh, maybe maybe Mike's the... It was psychological warfare, man. I did not yeah. appreciate it at all. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. We got the gym. We got the, dev the, the devil. The devil. <laughs> yeah. Oven. There's I'm my still in there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the oven. Still That's true. Oh yeah. yeah. There's the the runaround uh, customer service hanging on hold, but that yes. to me is more of a challenge. It's like I will fucking outlast you, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the uh, the moving truck thing of, of being three weeks late with my oh, yeah. stuff, but that yeah. also wasn't necessarily customer service. That's just bad business practice. Yeah, it's, not, yeah. it's not like I had to hand, uh, uh, deal with any a rep on their line. Although although Julia. I think did have to, to keep keep. Uh, <laughs> Let's get Julia oh, to tell her story. Yeah, um, but well, I, and I, you had the return with the recorder, but that was partly well, your hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, for the record, uh, like love and appreciate uh, the the gift itself uh, for my mom, and that she she was eventually able to help me out uh, by getting me the proof of purchase that I needed. Not her fault at all. Um, but but yeah, totally. That, again, that that wasn't really Zoom Zoom's fault or Amazon's fault or my mom's fault. It's just a combination of things that were very funny. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, hearing this, I mean, I I think it has to be the devil because it, that's the worst <laughs> customer serious. service. Like that you think about true. it, like yeah, if yeah. you get a call from someone having the voice of the devil. That I'm is serious. the worst customer I service. I refuse. I refuse to vote for magic and and make believe. What? The devil's no, in magic. Because like your experience, the guy was maybe his intention was to keep you, but he's like, bro, look you could me. look like this, man. His, like he was like trying to inspire you. Yeah. No, no, no. But 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 guys, it went a lot deeper than that. It was like it was like, um, uh, don't you don't you want your life to be fulfilling and happy mm -hmm. and, yeah, and that sounds like great customer service. I, <laughs> yeah, but when it's weaponized, you, oh my god, you guys! I think I vote the gym because it sounds like you had psychological trauma. I mean, I'm still talking that. about it five or six weaponized, years later. Yeah. He, this guy's got <laughs> weaponized inspiration. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but it's legit because see, like the the stuff with the oven and the recorder and the mask. It's it is partly trifecta, and it's also a symptom of like big business that you can no longer just contact the person that made the thing and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation but the gym is like specific and even the the xm radio i'll put this forward that like it is horrifying but also like ridiculous yeah. but the gym is like per on a personal level malevolent toward yeah. your well-being yeah it is psychological like yeah. uh, taking a stab at your like self-esteem using yeah. that against yeah. you so I i'll vote for that but what about <laughs> baby donnie and wells fargo Oh, it's still current. Uh, I got a business. college degree. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And honestly, it's Wells Fargo, so he probably has six or seven other accounts he's not aware of. Well, no. so if we get, you know, someone in there who can just erase that student loan debt, you know, yeah. maybe I'll, that won't be an issue. Let's get a hacker next. next have the devil call him. I, I'll, yeah. I'll bet you the. Like the, the <laughs> I'm not paying the, this yeah. loan. I'm not paying student loan Actually, no, debt if, anymore. If someone, if someone was elected politically that canceled student loan debt, my Wells Fargo wouldn't be canceled because it's a private loan. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. Wells Fargo is the devil. Let's <laughs> sure. just say True. that. So that's why I'm going to vote for the devil. 
cool. Um, it's not magic. If the devil was magic, he wouldn't have fallen so far from heaven. He would have just flown back. Wow. <laughs> See? Okay. Uh, it's not magic. magic, not anti-gravity, Donnie. <laughs> um, supernatural. They, uh, I think, I think the banking equivalent of the uh, buff dude is if, if they sent like the Alec Baldwin character from Glengarry Glen Ross, like yeah. the, the rich uh, Ferrari driving nice. dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Don't you want to be like me someday? Pay back your debt. Get, get good credit. Um, I I still vote for I, uh, the uh, Mikes. Um, what, what, are the, what are the rest of the votes? Devil. I, Devil. I vote for Mikes. Uh, I, go ahead. Can I give positive stars to your gym membership, dude? Oh yeah, positive stars. Oh, yeah, that was great. That was great. W- worth customer the currency. Service. Which also, by contrast, makes Mike's worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I, I, I think I'm, I'm gonna get behind the, um, the gym, Mike's gym. Thanks, guys. I appreciate your support during this difficult Donnie, time. Donnie, flip. flip. I'm not gonna flip. flip. I just think if, <laughs> if, if, if Mike had a positive outlook, uh, uh, then, then oh my god, Donnie, <laughs> Donnie, I, I know you well enough to know Jeez. that I would love to have seen you in that situation. When, when somebody when somebody says, "Look at my calves," don't you want these? I would go, "Absolutely, I want those calves." <laughs> I feel like D- Donnie is that that guy totally like that, that. Donnie, Donnie is uh, look at uh, this uh, you could be like this yeah you he's, he's been abs. planted in your life to get you back to that gym <laughs> yeah. Mike um, okay well <laughs> and I also can I, can I just say oh, something okay. I, Donnie is is uh, taking my usual role in the podcast right now true by uh, by being uh, an immovable object and uh, I'm not I'm not appreciating it yeah. I'm a peaceful I'm at peace I'm not immovable I'm yeah, you say that I'm flowy I'm like well, water and, and you're at peace but you're contrary <laughs> you're a contrarian I'm a contrarian well, yeah. just own it own it Absolutely true. That is usually what uh, Mike's role is, and it's even funnier that like uh, Donnie hasn't had any of these same experiences, and is uh, the odd man out on the vote, which yeah. is usually what you are. Yep. He's the only one who won't bend. Yep. I warned him about this. So we got the majority vote. Uh, congratulations, yeah. Mike. But I'm sorry that your role has been filled by Donnie. Um, yeah, am I better at it? Than yeah, me? yeah. We're gonna keep yeah. you around. I, so. I have no previous experience with either, either of you, so. Well, the correct answer was no. Sorry, no. Uh, that's pretty contrarian. Uh, the correct <laughs> answer back. is thanks, everyone, for joining. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for listening. And we'll catch you next time on the Buck 50 Social Club. Bye. 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 Bye.